ranger school I thought was a little more physically challenging um, just because you start to the, you see cumulative effects in your body that you don't see at cyber school you just you get tired and it affects you you know for a long time you six you're talking 62 days of, of not very much sleep and then also the just the effects of not getting the proper nutrition that you need over that long period of time you know your body stops healing like your nails stop growing one of the reasons other than just challenging myself that I, I went to ranger school was because I'm gonna come back and teach at West Point. Um, and I wanna be the best mentor I can be to cadets. Hi, and welcome back to another edition of the Modern War Institute podcast. In today's episode, we hear from Captain Natalie Malou. Recently, she and a fellow army officer became just the sixth and seventh women to complete ranger school. Captain Malou took some time to talk to MWI about her experience, about what it means to her to be one among such a small number of women to have earned the Ranger tab, and to give some advice to others who will attend the course in the future. Before we get into the conversation, a couple of notes. You can subscribe to the MWI podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And if you like what we're doing, please leave a review. These reviews really help us to get the word out to others who have an interest in the kinds of topics that we cover. Also, as always, the views expressed in this podcast are those of the participants and don't represent the position of any agency of the U.S. government. All right, let's get to the conversation. Captain Malou, thanks for being here. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about your Ranger School experience. First off, can you tell us when were you there? Uh, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, I attended Ranger School starting in end of January. So I, was with, I started with class 417, and I graduated 20 April. So I spent uh, one extra cycle in Florida. So you started back in January. Um, can you talk a little bit about the preparation? How long did you have to prepare? Um, how did you go about it? Did you have mentors that sort of helped you out with the preparation? And maybe most importantly, um, once you showed up, did you feel prepared? I decided I wanted to go to Ranger School about a year before I actually went, and I kind of had this all planned out. Um, so January 2016, I said, okay, you know, I'm going to start doing some physical preparations and I'm going to uh, start changing my nutrition to support that uh, physical train up as well. And I set some goals for myself, said, hey, you know, around April, summer time frame is really when I need to make that decision. And that was mostly because um, I was coming up on what I, deciding what I need to do after command. Uh, so at the time in January, I was in command. <clears throat> I was a company commander of a Bravo company in a brigade engineer battalion over in 3rd Brigade of 25th ID. So I needed to decide by summer time frame what, what am I going to do after command. Um, and so I started making uh, some changes in my diet just to support, like I had a, a weight, a target weight that I wanted to be that I felt was like the best for rucking, running, and uh, general mm -hmm. just physical athletic ability. Um, and that was like a 155, 160 pounds. Um, and then I started tailoring my workouts uh, to like more high volume uh, workouts. I workouts twice a day, um, probably at least four, four to five days a week. And uh, then I kind of made that self-assessment in April, May, and I was doing really well and kind of hit everything that I needed to, to be at. You know, I met the requirements for the RPFD at that time. And then, uh, which is the Ranger, Ranger Physical Fitness uh, test that's, that everybody takes right at the beginning of Ranger School. And then I've also kind of met my weight target 
and uh, my training was going really well, um, which was definitely a result of like better nutrition and, and uh, just taking care of myself a lot. So that's when I said, you know, like, all right, I want to go to Ranger School. Like, let's do this for sure. I told my brigade and battalion commander, hey, I'd like to go to Ranger School. Um, kind of made it known. And then as far as mentors, um, I am in a brigade uh, combat team, and it's there's a lot of Rangers all around me. And uh, so I definitely had, there's no lack of experience around me for people to, to ask questions to or just, you know, anyone to give advice. And also, um, I'm married to a ranger. My husband is uh, graduated in 2014, and he's also a, he just finished his command in 2nd Brigade of 25th ID. So I had that experience pretty close to me. You said that because of the unit you were in, you were essentially surrounded by ranger tabs. So there was a lot of experience there, but um, what about support? Uh, when you decided you wanted to go, did you find people were receptive? Um, that they were supportive? Yeah, absolutely. When I told my brigade commander that I'd like to go to ranger school, uh, he thought it was great, and uh, 25th ID has a great pre-ranger program. Um, everyone had said it was great. I didn't know like, how good it was until I'd attended it, and then I'd gone to ranger school. Mm -hmm. um, so 25th has this great pre-ranger program. I did it. It's only like, I think it's 11 or 12 days long, and um, it simulates all the events of rap week, only they make it a little bit harder. Like instead of doing 49 push-ups, you have to do 59 push-ups. Um, you know, the run is like up a hill, back down a hill. The, the ruck marches through the uh, not so easy terrain around Hawaii. So the physical events are, I mean, I thought they were harder than the events at uh, the ranger assessment phase of, of ranger school. And so physically they prepare you for that, that first three days of ranger school. And then they also, give you all the classes uh, as close to as, as they possibly can. Uh, they give all the classes that you get in the first phase of Ranger School for patrolling. So all the squad level tactics. Uh, they give you all those classes and you get them more importantly while you're awake and while you're not tired. Um, so they give you enough sleep and you receive that information. You can actually process it and remember it. Whereas at Ranger School when you're getting all that information you're feeding from a fire hose. It's really hard to remember it. You know you're tired and uh, you're not getting very much sleep. Um, so the pre-ranger program at Hawaii is, is phenomenal. Now having gone through ranger school and, the pre and their pre-ranger, um, I think that really helped out in the beginning part of ranger school. Um, and then just, you know, I work, with, I work with a lot of people who've gone through ranger school. So when I was preparing, I just had some questions about how things are going to be, what to expect. So I think that mentally prepared me a lot, just uh, what, what I could expect on a day-to-day -day basis, you know little things like how's the layout, just all these little questions you might have just kind of pop up as you're preparing for ranger school. Like I always had somebody there to ask. You know, experience experiences vary and it, ranger school changes throughout time. Sometimes things are allowed, you know, one class and they're not allowed the next class. Um, but uh, there's also a kind of a support network, uh, I think, for women going through ranger school. And that is uh, kind, of, kind of led through um, an online Facebook group and there, you can ask any question you want, and there's usually some sort of, there's there always, always going to be someone who answers, and they're going to have like the up to up to date most current information. So there's plenty of uh, support out there wow. for those people wanting to go to Ranger School. You're an engineer officer. You've been to Sapper School. Um, you've got both tabs on your shoulder now. Can you compare the two? 
So this is probably my favorite question because that's what I feel like everyone asks me. Yeah. Oh, you've been to Ranger and Cyber yeah. School. With, which is the hardest is generally what they ask. Uh, you definitely can compare the two. Um, as far as you know, which one's harder, well, that, that's going to depend on your individual strengths and weaknesses. Um, I went to Cyber School following career course, and I had uh, a couple people help me train up for it. And it's only a 28-day course. So the biggest difference is Sapper School is a 28-day uh, combat engineer leadership course. And Ranger School is at minimum 62 days, you know, and most people it's longer than 62 days. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, you know, Sapper School is a little more intense because it's shorter, so there's, there's more packed into a day. Um, and it's a little more technical. Uh, there's a lot of stuff you're tested on every day that you have to remember. Whereas I think Ranger School, after wrap week, you can go... You can go for like a week, to a week and a half at a time without having any sort of a test or assessment that'll get you kicked out or, you know. Um, but cyber school is just test after test. And, and so it's a little more academic rigor, mm-hmm. uh, whereas range school I thought was a little more physically challenging um, just because you start to, the, you see cumulative effects in your body that you don't see at cyber school. You just, you get tired and it affects you, you know, for a long time. You, six, you're talking 62 days of, of not very much sleep. And then also the, just the effects of not getting the proper nutrition that you need over that long period of time. You know, your body stops healing, like your nails stop growing. So you don't see those cumulative effects at cyber school that you see at ranger school just because of the length of it. Um, that's like, for me, that's one of the reasons I thought ranger school was, was harder for me, just because, you know, the physical challenge and the aspects were, were more demanding at ranger school um, than cyber school. Um, that being said, like cyber school is still absolutely physically demanding. It's just you don't get those cumulative effects. Um, as far as cyber school preparing me for ranger school, yes, uh, it's kind of the same model. There's a lot of physical assessments up front. Uh, they still have you know the 12 miler. Uh, there's still um, swim events. You still got to meet the physical fitness um, test. Um, and then there's a 10 day patrolling exercise at the end of cyber school, and it's all it's all the same sort of model that ranger school runs off of as well. Uh, so you're kind of, you know, I'm, I'm used to expecting the every day you're given tasks by the instructors that are in timelines and time hacks that are not possible. And you do the best you can. It's the same dynamic where your peers are assessing you and they, you know, they, they can be the reason that you get kicked out. Um, so there's a lot of the same aspects at Sapper School that you see at Ranger School. Um, and I definitely contribute uh, or attribute my success in cyber school to kind of planting that seed for me when I go to ranger school. Um, when I was at cyber school, I had there were people there that had been to ranger school already, and they told me like, "Hey, I think you should go to ranger school. Like, you, if you can make it here, um, then you can make it a ranger school." I mean, I took that with a little bit of grain of salt because I know in military training, when you do it and you're going through it, it's really hard. But then when, the, when you're done with it, you're like, "Oh, that wasn't so bad." Mm-hmm. You know, we had this we had this thinking that somehow things were better in the past. You know. Uh, so I was like, well, maybe they just don't remember how hard ranger school was. But that definitely kind of planned the seed for me wanting to go to ranger school was having that same experience at Sapper School with people that had been at ranger school tell me, hey, if you can do this, you can do ranger school. So you finish at the end of April. You're a few weeks removed from graduating now. Looking back, was there one thing that you found most challenging? And I'm also curious, did that match up with what you anticipated would be most challenging? Okay, I anticipated the physical aspect being mm-hmm. the most difficult. Um, 
And I think I anticipated that wrap week would be the most difficult just because the pace of it, your body never has any time to recover. So you're never doing anything fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it did pretty well. Um, I went into that with a, went into ranger assessment phase with the uh, mentality of conserving energy as much as possible. Uh, and then probably what I found was the most difficult was carrying around such a heavy pack in mountain phase. Uh, when I first put on my pack, and there I didn't even have ammo, um, I was like, oh my goodness, how am I going to make it up these mountains? But, you know, you're talking to your, your battle buddies left and right, and they're thinking the same thing. They're like, this is pretty heavy, and we don't even have ammo yet. Um, but you just do it one step at a time, and when you're sucking, you look up, and you realize that everyone else is sucking too. Um, I thought that was pretty challenging, and uh, we had we had a new concept in mountains. I, don't, I think they've already changed it. I'm, I'm not really sure. We're... We finished a mission at night, and instead of you know walking maybe a couple hours to a patrol base, like we walked all night, and that was uh, it was during winter phase, um, so it was really cold. Uh, I think that walking all night probably helped us not sit there and shiver all night, but um, that was pretty tough. However, one of the things I didn't expect, um, I tried to mentally prepare myself for. So you can mentally prepare yourself for it, um, but it just sucks as you go through. It's just the time throughout your day and how it's not organized. And, uh, you know, a lot of the days when we weren't in the field, you could probably take everything we had to do in a day and get it done in six hours. But since we never knew everything we had to get done in a day and we were just told one task Mm -hmm. at a time, you're doing things like as inefficient as possible. And so it takes you all day. And you're thinking to myself, you're thinking to yourself, if I, if I knew everything I had to get done today, I could, I'd be done by now and I'd be in bed and I could be sleeping and, you know, instead I'm standing here waiting for the next task and I don't know what it's going to be. And, you know, it's, that's mentally challenging. So going in with the attitude, uh, the time, time is really not yours. They're going to tell you all the time, Ranger, time is yours. It's not, you know, it's, it's, they're on a schedule. They've got stuff planned all day. And it doesn't really matter how fast you get it done. Like, you're going to be up all night waiting. So just the mental aspect of that. Towards the end, I just felt comfort in the fact that knowing there's only 24 hours in a day and nobody can add a 25th hour in the day. So eventually the sun's going to come up and it's going to be the next day. It sounds a little bit like there was a certain shift in your mentality maybe, in in your attitude. Um, I wonder if there's a particular low point that sticks out and and I guess conversely were there any definite high points I'm not sure I ever uh, or I can identify one just really really low point there was a few times that were more miserable than other times and there were a few times I was like oh, okay this is kind of a cool guy moment you know like we actually feel like you're doing something that might be on a poster in a you know in an army recruiting hallway or something like that um, but there's just times you remember that were really hard as far as it just sucks. You know, when you're really, really cold, because I went through in the winter, and you're not moving anytime soon, and uh, there's no way to get warm, and you're, so you're just miserable. So there's a few moments like that that I think I, I remember uh, that stand out. And then there are a few moments that you're kind of enjoying things for a brief second, they, although they try not to let you enjoy <laughs> anything. Um, but I think overall, I, I had a, I had a good mentality going in that I knew those times, there was times that I was it was gonna suck, and then um, just try and enjoy the times where they don't suck as much, 
and realized things could be worse. Uh, and I thought to myself a lot while I was at Ranger School, like pulling security. Like I could be back at, in, a, in Hawaii sitting at my desk doing a PowerPoint. And I'd actually rather be pulling security than, you know, making some PowerPoint, um, sitting on staff. Uh, so I did have that experience to draw from where I knew, like, this is where I want to be. And there were a lot of people, even though that what I'm doing right now isn't very fun, there are a lot of people that would want to be where I am right now. And what I'm doing is, is pretty cool. So you two were the sixth and seventh women to go through. Did that add any pressure to you? Was there any added significance that you felt? Yes. Uh, I had a lot of guys ask me, you know, hey, you know, I've never, never really worked with women. Like, how, how is this for you? How's this experience going? And um, I don't think my experience was very different from any of the men that I went through with. Uh, but I did have that uh, sort of feeling that I was a pioneer, I guess, just because there, there hadn't been any women um, that I'd known that were Ranger graduates. And then at the time that I started, there'd still only been the three original. Mm -hmm. So my mentality going in was like, I don't know why that you know, you know, women haven't graduated Ranger School in a while, but I'm going to go and give it my best. And if I don't graduate, I'm still you know, probably going to make it better for the women that try behind me. Mm. And that was kind of my mentality going in because we hadn't seen anyone graduate in almost two years now. Um, and so, and I joined joined into the class, into into Darby with the two women that graduated before me, numbers four and five. Um, and they, they graduated when I recycled Florida. And then uh, that's when the woman who graduated with me, uh, we graduated together because she moved up from mountains. And uh, yeah, it did. It did occur to me like you know, I I want to graduate because I need to encourage other women to challenge themselves, and uh, I think I could be a better mentor. Not that it changes who I am, uh, but it changes who I mentor too. Um, one of the reasons, other than just challenging myself, that I I went to Ranger School was because I'm going to come back and teach at West Point, um, and I want to be the best mentor I can be to cadets, and so I feel like. Having an experience like Ranger School and Sapper School helps me uh, encourage those those cadets who are going to be uh, commissioning and going out to attend these schools and to challenge themselves. You mentioned that some of the men in the course with you would tell you, you know, I haven't really worked with women before. Did you feel any sort of perceptible shift over time where it just sort of started to become more normal to them? Yeah, absolutely. I had a, a few guys tell me, you know, I didn't really have an opinion going in about mm -hmm. women in Ranger School just because I'd never worked with them. Or, you know, a lot of the guys in the Ranger Battalion, they're, you know, they haven't worked with females in their job. Mm -hmm. um, and they told me, hey, since, you know, you've been in the platoon or you've been in my squad, like, I have a, I have a positive opinion of women working in combat arms because there's no difference. I, like, you know, we haven't noticed a difference between when I was in a platoon of all males last phase, and now I'm in a platoon, and, and you're in my and you're in my platoon, there's no difference. Uh, we're still getting the same stuff done. You know, there's, there's just you know, like it doesn't matter. Um, and I had a few guys tell me, you know, like I never worked with women. I didn't know that you could be as physically fit. Like you're you're pulling, you're doing the same stuff that we are. Like you're still carrying the same weight. You know. Um, 
and it's just something they didn't think we could do, I guess, because they never worked with us. Um, and so I knew every day, like, I have to perform well because there's some people that are judging me just because they've never worked with women before, and so they're forming that opinion. Uh, so I did, I realized that as I was going through ranger school, and I had a few people come up to me and tell me, hey, you know, I think that it's great that women are in ranger school because you're doing well, you're doing the same thing that we are, and it, you know, it doesn't change anything. The standards are still the standard. All right, we're speaking in May. Uh, we have here at West Point a bunch of cadets about to graduate and be commissioned. There are ROTC cadets around the country graduating and commissioning this month. Many of them are going to be heading to Fort Benning uh, in the next handful of months to go to ranger school. Any advice for them? I would say prepare yourself both physically and mentally. Don't, don't think that ranger school is just one big physical fitness test because it's not, it's more than that. Uh, so prepare yourself mentally. Um, How? Going in knowing that time is not yours. Things are, you know, things are not going to be done in the most common sense way. Um, when it's time to lead, take charge and lead. But when it's time to follow, sometimes you just have to follow. Uh, my husband told me a story actually that I think set my set my mind in the right position. He told me a story where he was on a patrol, and I don't know if it was a squad patrol or a platoon, um, but leadership was told to basically go in a circle all night. Now. When you, before you take off on a mission in range school, one of the first things you want to know is like how far are we going? It's like you don't you may not know what the mission is exactly, you know the basics of it, but the only thing you really want to know is like how far are we going? You know how far do I have to carry this heavy ruck? And uh, so one of the most frustrating things is a patrol getting lost or you having to go way further than you thought you were going. Um, and so the patrol's leadership was told, hey, you're gonna walk a circle all night, but you can't tell anyone that I told you to walk in a circle all night. And so the leadership, you know, keeps saying, yeah, yeah, we're going here, but they just kept walking in a circle all night and everybody thought they were lost. And everybody was trying to tell them, you know, no, we're supposed to go that way. And leadership said, we're like, we're going this way. And that was because they wanted to assess uh, some of the subordinate leaders' reaction. You know, were they gonna support the patrol leader or were they gonna like, get angry and, uh, you know, no, we need to go that way. And how would everyone else react? Are they, how frustrated are they going to get? To me, that would be like, that would be one of the most frustrating scenarios I think I could be in. Was like to know where we needed to go, and not go that way, and instead walk all night in Ranger School. Um, uh, so knowing that as a kind of a worst case scenario for me, I was like, all right, I'm ready. I'm ready to, to do whatever they say we need to do. You know, I'll give my my advice, but when it comes down to it and a leadership makes a decision, whether you think it's good or bad, you need to support them. Um, so that was kind of the mentality preparation. And if you go in uh, physically fit and uh, I guess toughened and resilient, I think Ranger School is, teaches you a, a lot of resiliency um, or at least tests it, then I think you are in the right mindset when you go in. That's great. Kevin Lou, thanks very much for coming in. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. Thanks again for listening to the MWI podcast. Um, keep checking out the new articles, podcasts, uh, research, and other great content at our website, mwi.usma.edu. 
and find us on Twitter at War Institute and Facebook at facebook.com slash Modern War Institute. Thanks.